This is the show where two friends from different parts of the world discuss all things, all elite wrestling. And one of them actually knows what they're talking about. We'll let you decide. Welcome to the Beauty and the Beard Pro Wrestling Podcast with your hosts, Woody and Sarah. Welcome, everybody. This is uh, normally our topic discussion this week, but it is a special episode. It is, it is an interview. We finally have another. We and said this we were is with. Stuff. Yeah. Yeah, we did, which she said it, <laughs> and she was right. We were. None other than Ted the Hillbilly Hill. Yes. Just the, the superstar of our comment section. Sorry for anybody else out there, but he's on here, <laughs> so I have to say it now. I can't say <laughs> Yeah, he is absolutely awesome, and he he recently went to uh, to fight for the fallen, uh, the special edition of Dynamite. So we definitely were uh, interested to talk to him about his experience at that show because we know it was epic. Yeah, before before we get started with all that, I want to remind everybody to check out all of our content. Uh, please check out our Dynamite reviews every week, our Q and As, our topic discussions, Rampage reviews that are going to come out after Rampage begins, uh, pay per view previews and reviews. And da, 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 interviews, da, da, which we're doing right now. Yeah, <laughs> great. Uh, also, don't forget to follow us on Twitter. You can follow the channel at BeautyXTheBeard. You can follow me at LetTheBeardPlay. And you can follow Sarah at Strange underscore Pixie. Yeah, and, and, and Ted, where can they follow you? At Ted the Hillbilly Hill. Yeah. At Hillbilly right. Hill. <laughs> at Hillbilly Hill. Yep. All right. So, Sarah. Yes. Are you ready to interview Ted the Hillbilly Hill? Um, okay, let's go. All right. So, as I said, we are here with Ted the Hillbilly Hill. And uh, first of all, thank you so much for coming on the show. Yes, uh, it's thank awesome. You. It's going to be awesome to talk to you. Uh, always fun to chat in the comments. So, welcome to the show. Oh, it's your pleasure, of course. <laughs> yeah, it is. It is my pleasure. It is, yes. <laughs> Absolutely. You no, know, I'm a big draw. Uh, I had, <laughs> see, you guys didn't even know this, but I used to be on the uh, indie scene. Uh, huh? The AW, yeah, the AWF. <laughs> Y'all ever heard of it? Mm-mm. Are you serious? Yeah, the Arctic Wrestling Federation in Antarctica. It's, uh, oh. it's real big. Oh. There, there's, there's not a lot of, with the satellite feed, there's not a lot of uh, YouTube videos to prove it, but yeah, I was uh, <laughs> pretty big. Yeah, I would imagine that you had bad reception up there. Yeah, it was uh, me and uh, my tag team partner, St. Nick, and uh, we had a a big feud against the Polar Bear Express, which were actually polar bears because real of the, polar bears? Uh, you know. Yeah, real, because there's not much. Yeah. Oh, no, did we lose Ted? Yeah. Ted, Ted is it, are you still in Antarctica? He's still connected. Ted, we lost you. God, I was really into that polar bear story. I know. Hello? Hi. Sorry, Ted, yes. Ted's coming from oh, Antarctica. Yeah, we're here. Okay. Okay, so what 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 did you hear? Polar I bears. heard you were wrestling polar bears. It was like a death match. It has to be yes. a death match if it's polar yes. bears. Yeah, yeah. Okay. With the, with not much population, the promoter had to get live animals because that's all we could get. And uh, they went <laughs> yeah, into yeah, business yeah. for themselves. They didn't want to do the job. It was sort of like a Montreal screw job thing, and uh, they just – they just went into business, hurt me in St. Nick, and, you know, with the injuries, my career was over. So, you know, it was devastating. 
Sorry to hear that. Sorry yeah, to hear that. Yeah, That's yeah. that can really put the freeze on your career. He you know? can. He can. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Dude, that is awesome. Uh, so yeah, AWF. Uh, Google it. Google yeah. it, kids. Google it. Wikipedia. I'm googling it right now. <laughs> googling it right now. <laughs> Thank you for giving me this opportunity uh, for mm-hmm. interviewing me. And this is out to uh, Danny Limelight. Uh, I'm a little offended that he was your first interview. Uh, I, I appreciate I appreciate the patriotism. I appreciate his skills, what he did for the country. Him as a father, he has a great success story. But at yep. the end of the day, I should have been number one. I'm better than him on the mic. Okay, I am the top draw. I am the reason. You know. You've got great fans for this podcast, Chris and Ben and Foggy Luke or whatever you pronounce it, and Slick and all the others. But at the end of the day, they're here to see me. Okay? So that's all I need to say. You are the, you are the star of the comments, let's put it that way. Well, Dude, that's, that's all that great. I'm wanting to I'm wanting to start some Twitter heat with Danny Limelight. You know, that's that's my thing. So that's where we're going huge. with it. <laughs> You're being brave now. Right. No, he's not in AEW. Right. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> All right. So actual be- questions. Before before you got yeah. it, you got into the AWF. What what drew you into what was your first draw into professional wrestling like as a kid? Or did you watch it as a kid? Maybe you just started oh, yes. recently. I don't know. No, I was uh, back, uh, we would get Mid-Atlantic Championship Wrestling uh, Mm. and Georgia Championship Wrestling on the Superstation, and that's what I grew up on. And we also got this small channel um, that we would get Angelo Poffo's promotion out of Kentucky, uh, ICW. Yeah, and they had which is Randy Poffo which is Randy Sa- or Randy Randy yeah, Savage's Randy dad, Savage. right? Yeah, yeah. Yep. So Randy Savage, Lanny Poffo, Ronnie Garvin, uh, the uh, one man gang, uh, the uh, <laughs> Devil's Duo, I- Izzy Slapowitz, and the Devil's Duo, and uh, just some <laughs> great guys. Oh, <laughs> uh, so you you started before me, then you you got a little bit you got a little bit on me. When you obviously you started obviously well before I did with wrestling. I'm just a small bean. Um, <laughs> um, she, so, like, what was um? I obviously moved on to WWF from what you were originally or, watching. So, who was like your first wrestler in that promotion that you was like, oh, yeah, I'm interested. <laughs> I kept up with it some, um, yeah. but I was mainly WCW. Then when yeah. uh, when Ric Flair went mm-hmm. over, you know, I, I, of course I followed him. Mm-hmm. Um, then uh, I always liked Shawn Michaels, mm-hmm. so it yeah. was them. And then once WCW got bought out there in the mid two thousands, it was DX and um, yeah, some of those. Uh, and that's when my boys were younger and they started getting into it. And then it was just, they started getting older. And then it was sort of like you guys around that 2010, 2011 yeah. mark. 
I just mm. lost interest. Yeah. And it wasn't until the last couple of years that I picked it back up. And I have to say it was because of AEW. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah, you just like us. So, you, you bailed yeah. out. So, what was it about AEW that really, like, sold you that, hey, this I need to take this seriously. Uh, this might be something big. Um, well, I'd seen the, some of the new stuff when it, when the uh, first thing come out with Cody and Meltzer and mm -hmm. I thought, well, that's interesting. And I tried to watch some WWE and I still, it was just like, oh gosh, I just can't do this. <laughs> and I, and you know, I was a little reluctant at first with AEW because it's like, okay, I really don't know any of these people, but uh, I'll, I've mm -hmm. heard of some of them. And then I just finally decided, you know, I went on the uh, website and I saw they had all these factions and I'm like, okay, well, that's a different thing. And, mm -hmm. uh, mm -hmm. you know, you saw Cody and Dustin and then, you know, Jericho and, uh, uh, you know, Moxley or Dean Ambrose at the time. Mm -hmm. and I was still, you yeah. know, so just seeing some of those, I'm like, I want to give it a try. And then mm -hmm. uh, once I seen, and then, you know, of course, with Tony Schiavone, the voice of my childhood on yeah. there and. And all yes. that, I was like, yeah, we'll, we'll give it a try, and uh, fell in love with it. Yeah, and now you have. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's like we all are. And I tell you, Tony Schiavone, I, I don't give him enough credit. I think when when I talk about things that drew me in to watching it, and yeah. you mentioned that because Tony Schiavone, I was a WCW guy too. Uh, that was where my real love for wrestling was. Uh, and yeah, Tony Schiavone being that voice that I heard on WCW all the time, just seeing him lined up with AEW, really, that was another uh, another draw for me, a big mm -hmm. part of that. So that's a good point. Yeah. Um, so you're you're a horseman guy, right? Oh, yes. Yes. So tattoo, yeah, that's, that's a tattoo that's actually on my arm that is in my biopic. Yeah. Okay, that was gonna ask. I thought I, I assumed that was your tattoo, so I was like, "Yeah, you're yep. a horseman guy." So yeah, yep. Uh, so that's that's awesome. If if you had to, if if there was another a, a official recreation of the four horsemen in AEW, who would be in your horseman? Well, FTR, obviously. There you go. They've got yeah. that Tully and uh, Arn just style, and uh, you know, I, I love MJF. I think he <laughs> yeah. he is he is this version's Ric Flair. He's living mm. the gimmick. Yeah. You know, I think mm -hmm. that's the way he is in real life. Uh, and then that that fourth person, that's a little iffy. I mean, Wardlow's yeah. big, but I but I still remember when uh, the Horseman had Luger. That didn't really cut out good. Um, yeah, you know, Sean true. Spears. Sean Spears, I think. Get angles and stories does sort of remind me of his athletic ability like Barry Windham who was always underrated you know Windham, so, very underrated very underrated so so I think Spears if he was given the right and the right things instead of just being the guy who gets pinned all the time uh I think they could do a lot with him mm, yeah <laughs> yeah yeah Spears. um so who, who is your who's your people in AEW then because we all have the people that we gravitate towards, like a tag team, a singles guy, singles gal? Uh, the pinnacle because of the, the old yeah. uh, style. Yeah. Uh, the, and and uh, to be honest, at the beginning, I couldn't stand the Bucks when they were faces. Mm. But now that they're heels, <laughs> I love them, them and Kenny. You yeah. know, when they're good guys, I didn't like them. But now mm -hmm. that they're these just obnoxious 
heels. I do yeah. love the elite, uh, you know, as long as they stay this. But as soon as they turn face again, I'll start ragging on them. So. <laughs> <laughs> they do. It, it, it does make sense because the goody two shoes feel yeah. doesn't work as a, as a as a face. It just makes you just really it That's cringy a little bit. <laughs> but it worked. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, now somebody like Jungle Boy. Mm. He to me, he should be like a Ricky Steamboat, a Sting. He should probably always be a face. Yeah, you know he he should always be a face. Uh, You know, maybe when he's fifty and old and grizzled, Mm. you know, maybe then. But but for right now, he should always be a face. And 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 let me tell you a story about Jungle Boy. Uh, I do. He's probably he's probably one of the only faces that I really like because Mm. of his dad. Yeah. Luke Perry. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Because mm-hmm. me and my wife were big 90210 fans. And, All right. And one of the names we picked, which we named our oldest son, was Dylan. D-Y-L-A-N. Oh. Spelled it the same way and all that. So I like him a little bit for emotional reasons. But I still yeah. don't mind yeah. if he was against to get beat up every now and then. Because Christian <laughs> is going to turn on him. So, oh, 100%. You know. There you go. 100%. It, and he is a different kind of baby face because, you know, we talk about Cody and it, when the Bucks were, were faces, the goody two-shoe feel, he's really not that. He's more of a humble face. Yeah. Yes. Uh, and yes. I think that's why a lot of people can get behind that kind of baby face. He's not mm-hmm. in your face with it. He's just yeah. humble. So it's, it's, it's nice. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, go oh, go ahead. Go ahead. No, go good. Your ladies first. I was going to say – oh, thanks. I was going to say <laughs> – is there any uh, women in AEW that you enjoy watching? Uh, DMD Britt Baker. Yeah, but oh, but yeah. I'm wor- but I'm worried about her. Go on. Yeah, because I don't think they know if they want her to be a face or a heel. Exactly. She's over with ah. the fans. They love her just like Stone Cold, but her actions are still heel like. You mm. know, just like when her and Reba. Uh, Rebel mm-hmm. Reba, whatever it is this week, uh, <laughs> we're taking on Nyla and Vicky Guerrero. Yeah. Yeah. You know, she shoved her in there like she didn't want to have nothing to do with her. Mm-hmm. So, you know, mm-hmm. Stone, that was still that cowardly heel, and she's not that. So, I still, that's the uh, that's one of the biggest things with AEW is the women's division. They've got a little 100%. bit of work to do on it. 100%. Yeah. They're I'm definitely at a cross, crossroads be, with her. Yeah. yeah. I definitely think it's going to be picking up once we get some more, like, especially once all like the Japanese wrestlers come back over full time and mm. we actually get some, like, obviously Thunder yeah. Rose is there now, so we should get yeah. some more kind of, um, like, experience for them all as yeah. well. And you just need to create some storylines. It will be a hundred times better mm-hmm. um, instead of but, just, like, having mismatches every now and again. But they definitely have to get Britt Baker right because yeah, that's yeah, that's that's the linchpin right there. If, yeah. if you get that perfect, you can't teeter totter too. Much. Mm. They got to, I, I think, let you pick a direction and mm. go with it. You can't be the, the chicken crap hill and try mm-hmm. to be Stone Cold at the same time. You got to go, yeah. got to go one way. I yeah. kind of like the Stone Cold uh, direction. I think that fits good. Yeah. Well, uh, so with with yeah yeah. Um, but I know you, you love the Horsemen. I'm going to go back to that for just a second. They just we recently heard that Ric Flair has, I don't know if he's future endeavored by WWE or mutual yeah. agreement to where he's leaving WWE. Is he somebody that you, it's a crazy question because I, I know what your answer is going to be. I would think I would know. 
but he'd be somebody you would love to see show up in AEW. Oh yeah, all out against Kenny Omega since Hangman. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Could you imagine? Yeah, it would just blow up. IWC yeah. just exploded. Yeah, uh, um, go Goldberg chants in the crowd. Right. Uh, <laughs> no, seriously, um, I, I think it would be. Um, even if it's just for a one-off yeah. or a couple yeah. things, uh, I don't know if y'all are Star Wars fans. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yes. Do you re- um, do you remember that Mark Hamill came out after uh, those last three and said they missed the golden opportunity um, before uh, Carrie Fisher passed away of having mm-hmm. her and Han and yeah. Chewie and Luke all in one scene together. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. I think with, you know, Flair's mm-hmm. no spring chicken either. And, uh, you know, no. I don't know as far as health, but with his career and the way it's going and who knows what he'll be doing, I think it would be a shame not to get those three mm-hmm. on camera in the yeah. ring for something at yeah. least one more time. Yeah. Yeah. Him, him, Tully, and Arn. Yeah. 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 That'd be a moment. That would be. Yeah, got got to at least be a one a one appearance. I agree. Yeah, um, yeah. It doesn't doesn't have to be a, a weekly thing or a, no. a regular thing. But I agree. You don't want to miss that chance because if you do, you might yeah. kick yourself. Yeah. Or or even have him on <laughs> BTE if nothing else. <laughs> I think he would be hilarious. <laughs> oh my goodness, oh. that'd be great. So many opportunities. <laughs> Yeah, all you right. know, instead of instead of Cutler driving around the Bucks all the time, let him be Flair's chauffeur for a week <laughs> or so. You know. <laughs> oh, I'd, I'd watch that. If you missed the beginning of the show, and why, why? How would you get to this point if you missed what we just yeah. talked about? But yeah, Ted the Hillbilly Hill was that was that dynamite fight for the fallen in Charlotte. What state was that, Sarah? North Carolina. That's it. Yep. Yeah. So. <laughs> Tell us about your experience. How how was that show? Oh, it was just awesome. Uh, me and my uh, sons came, went, and uh, when we got there, oh. the crowd uh, waiting just to get in the building were already, you know, shouting AEW and and Nick uh, freaking Gage, and they were just excited. <laughs> and uh, then uh, the acclaimed. And private party and Matt Hardy came outside and was standing around the crowd and done like a little uh, pre uh, video thing there. And, you know, he was getting some of the North Carolina chants because he's a homeboy there. Yeah. And, uh, so it was just just great. And uh, then when we <clears throat> we got in and uh, I mean, I don't know. We were at the front of the line. We actually picked the line uh, mm. accidentally for the meet and greet. And they oh. let all the meeting they let all the meet and greet people in, but after they got in, they had to go to the back of the line. Ooh. So the guy stops us and we were like four people from the door. So we were like, oh cool, <laughs> we're gonna get in. And I don't know what other door was open, but by the time we got in and we went to the merch table, the line was all the way down the corridor. Oh my goodness. Uh, wow. And, and it was just, and I'm like, where did these people come from? How did they get in ahead of us? <laughs> you know, it may have been when I went so, to the bathroom because, you know, yeah. I'm old in my bladder. And that was the first place I had to go when we went in. 
<laughs> so the merch so the merch there was a merch table then right yes yes i've heard i've heard at some of the recent shows that everything was digital that you had to go online and order your shirt and they then you go pick it up so they had a legit line merch table okay so so it was packed so they sold a lot of t-shirts i'm assuming oh yeah <laughs> uh did you did you see any particular wrestler whose shirt everybody was buying or is it just kind of a mix it was just a mix. I couldn't tell, you know, the way the line and people were up there, we just sort of went on by it there, but uh, the line was very long. So there were a lot yeah. of people there. So where um, did you sit? Um, we were, we were up in, we were up in the balcony, yeah. but the way mm -hmm. the Bojangles Coliseum is made, you could still see everything really great. Oh, wow. Good. So it yeah. wasn't that bad. And, uh, we were, uh, we were in the, we were in the nosebleeds, but when I went <laughs> yeah. online for the general sale that morning, you know, I stopped my truck. I had my phone. I was on the website and I clicked as soon as 10 o'clock came and yeah. I was already like 700 and something in line. Oh and goodness. you know, that was all I could get. And it was just still though, the seats yeah. weren't bad there. Yeah, this but is what I'm worried about if, if it comes to the UK. Like, I'm just going to – I'm bad enough when I want to get gig tickets, let alone something that I've never, ever seen in my life. So yeah, I'm going to be up yeah, all two, day. <laughs> two out of the three of us in this conversation have been to AEW events. Yeah. Uh, Sarah mm -hmm. is the one that has not. Yeah, but <laughs> and, and you can't see me right now, but I've got my thumb and my index finger in a position to look like an L. <laughs> And I've got on my forehead, you know, loser. <laughs> but, you know. It's fine, it's fine, it's fine. It's just a country. Oh, I, I love him. He is great. Yeah. He's great. Uh, okay, did, like, you mentioned, like, people excited for Nick Gage. Did it seem like the people around you were aware of how, of Nick Gage, I guess, of, of I, mean, I mean, but honestly, I say that because, He's not a mainstream name, so did were no. people really aware of how important Nick Gage was to the show? Yes, uh, that's or, why, uh, when they uh, after we got seated there for a little bit, then um, um, our guy Dustin Roberts comes out. He uh, talks to the crowd, <laughs> tells them we're going to do dark elevation first, and then mm. fight for the fallen, and then stick around because it was the hundredth episode of Dark. Mm. Um, okay. Yeah, yeah. So they were going to do that, and then he starts reading some signs in the crowd, you know, asking where people's from, and then uh, he even said, "Is there anybody for MDK?" And all oh, there, all sorts of people were MDK, <laughs> MDK. So oh, yeah, there, a lot of people knew who he was. We saw some. Okay. Uh, I guess they've got some merch too, because we saw some shirts that had some stuff on it with MDK. So I don't oh, know if they were homemade great. or. Or real or what, but we did see some. Wow. Okay. So, so you did, did you, so you didn't see those at the merch stand necessarily. You just no, saw no, people no. with them all. Okay. Yeah. I was curious. I was like, man, if they were selling MDK, MDK merchandise there for him, that would be pretty awesome. Mm. Um, no, they had the, the only thing they had there was, uh, you know, they were selling pizzas. So they may have had some pizza cutters over there. I'm not <laughs> sure. <laughs> oh, I love that. Uh, so did good. they have, I hope they have Pat's Blue Ribbon because. That blue ribbon has become my new favorite Twitter uh, follower. Yes, yes, they're yes. Great, they're great. After this whole Domino's fiasco, they are they are the faces in this whole thing. They come out on the right side. Oh um, my goodness! So, so how was the ahead. opening match? Because 
when I saw that on TV, it looked absolutely amazing with obviously the Dark Order and then obviously the Elite coming out with Space Jam, which just took me back <laughs> years and years and years. Well, and that was the thing because my boys, where they'd gotten out of it, they're just trying to get back into it. So over the last okay. couple of weeks, I've been setting up the story and, yeah. uh, you know, they played the little video clip with yeah. everybody being a cowboy and... Oh. Then they just come out, which was something completely different because yeah. I told them, I'm like, guys, this is not their normal intro. <laughs> and then uh, I didn't even realize it until after I got on Twitter where they showed the spotlight that yeah. was empty. Yeah. And, and see, it when it was going Ooh. on, I was just so caught up in the moment. I didn't yeah. even notice yeah. it. But, man, they're over. They, oh, uh, you know. You know, especially, uh, you know, Hangman Page and Evil Uno, there was all sorts yeah. of chants and and the cowboy shite, as y'all said, <laughs> yeah. across the pond. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, they, uh, you know, the chants were going and, and yeah, just everybody loved it. And then when the elite come out, oh, that, yeah, that was just, you know, I was just dying. That was just, like, <laughs> oh, my, this is great. And then, you know. Doc Gallows is number 69 and <laughs> all these other things. And it's like, okay. Oh Which I wonder oh. because before it started, we saw him bring the basketball goal out there. Yeah. And I, oh, and I yeah. thought, you know, and, and I'm like, what are they doing with that? And, you uh, know, and I, it just didn't connect, you know, I'm like, yeah. is, is this a street fight and they're going to hit somebody with a, a you know, did they change the match. What's, so yeah, that was very interesting. Oh my goodness! Did, so amazing. was did, did the crowd seem gutted when uh, uh, the Dark Order and uh, Hangman lost? Did it feel yes. that way? Yes. Okay. It it was very. Which I mean, I told you. I think I told you all yeah. the comments. I, I said it. I predicted it. But uh, the the majority of the crowd, it was like. It was just so draining. It took a while to get back mm. after the, you know, the next match or two because I think everybody just already knew they were going to win. Yeah. Page was going to get his, sh and then it's like, oh my gosh, they yeah. let him lose, they you know, should. and it's like, what do we do now? Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. I have that feeling, <laughs> and and I love it because I, I mean, I don't love it. I hate it, but I, that feeling of where you you think you have everything figured out, and then. No, yeah. not quite. I like they that feeling of not they loved not it, quite though. being sure. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Because, yeah. man, we had it mapped out so perfectly. We had it perfect. Damn it. All right. Um, the, the Rampage announcement, uh, when, they, when they announced <laughs> that Rampage, uh, the first dance, that, how was that crowd reaction to that? I mean, th were those oh, CM Punk chants as loud as yeah. they sounded? <laughs> yes, they were loud as they sounded. It was all over the okay. building. They were, you know, CM Punk and then the little video from Darby. They were just going wild. They they knew it was happening. They they had yeah. faith because, you know, for the last, from what, I, like I said, I've been out of wrestling for several yeah. years, but what I've caught up on is that every year somebody says he's coming yeah. back. He's coming back. Mm -hmm. And I think now they actually feel like, yes, he is coming back. I know I'm gonna have to start talking yeah. about him. I'm not happy. I know she. <laughs> I'm telling you, when I sent her that, when it, the news first came out, I sent her a message, and her initial reaction was, "Oh gosh, yeah. here we go." Here we like go. just, 
more more uh, more rumors, but mm. it does feel real. It does it feel just real. Feel like it's it it definitely feels real now. Yeah. yeah. If it's not real now, uh, AEW's in trouble. Oh, 100%. 100%. <laughs> well, <laughs> the, and that's the thing I love about AEW because if he comes, if uh, Brian Danielson or Daniel Bryan or whatever Dragon or whatever he yep. wants to call himself yep. is just like when Christian and um, you know anybody else comes in, mm. they don't have a title shot with no, the rankings. Exactly. They're going to have to be several months down the road before they're even in that picture. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It, that it, it it you can't just pop up and challenge somebody and get a shot. Uh, at least there hasn't been a presence set for that at all. Anyway, no. So no. If some now, if the only one did, may I said the only one I don't know why you would would be Miro. True. Yeah. And and I don't not. know why you would because he scares me. You know he's scary. <laughs> he scares <laughs> yeah. everybody. I would rather challenge Kenny Omega. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> you know. He may be the greatest. He may be literally the greatest wrestler on the planet, but I'll still take my chances <laughs> with him. Yeah. Because right now, right now, and see, that was the thing, uh, you know, um, uh, and this, and, and I hate to go off topic, but this is just sort of funny yeah. is, uh, so when we were watching Dark Elevation, Miro came out and said something to, to Lee Johnson, and we got to see him, and, there's sort of a running gag in my house. My oldest son is actually in the process of adopting a child uh, okay. awesome. from Bulgaria. Oh, wow. so, really? Yes. Yeah, so I said, if it's a boy, I'm going to call him little Miro and tell him that Miro is his real dad. Every time we see him on TV. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that is awesome. This. Wow, that's us. Uh, great though. That is that's really yeah. that's that's funny, but that's awesome. That yeah, the adoption yeah. is great. So even Miro wow. being you know, because when he was the best man, it was like eh, you yeah. know, him and Kip. But this this new angle, I like this, and yeah. uh, him being a good heel, and and now I've got maybe a you know my 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 future grandson. You know, we can mm-hmm. go in and support Miro, and you know, yeah. Bul- go Bulgaria. You know. <laughs> <laughs> That's Go Bulgaria. Go Bulgaria. So, oh, I have a question. When Malachi Black kicked Cody's head off and uh, they came out, how was that? Because to me, that was just like cherry on top of the entire show for me. Well, and, it, and a bunch of people in our section, because when they first showed it on the screen, a bunch of people were like, they're coming out. They're coming out. Because they just <laughs> knew it was going to spill out. Yeah. And then yeah. when they come out, I mean, Cody was getting booed really yes. bad. And, <laughs> you know, and then Malachi Black and everybody was cheering. Um, he got a few boos when he attacked poor Fuego. Cause yeah. you know, so I don't well know. Deserved. Was, well deserved. I don't know if it was trying to get some of his heat back to, yeah. you know, it's like, but uh, yeah, it's like, uh, and it's funny. Cause you know, Cody grew up, right there in Charlotte. He went to high school uh-huh. in Charlotte yeah. and wrestled on the uh, high school wrestling team there. And, but no, he's not locked. He's <laughs> not locked. <laughs> well, it, it's, I think people are really just happy to see Malachi black. Yeah. I mean, it really, I think it's that, it's that thing. He's, um, he's paired up with somebody that people really want to see. So mm. um, it'd be interesting. His reaction. It'd be interesting. The reaction for Cody back in Jacksonville. 
True. Yeah. That that's that, going to be that's a nice. That's going to be an interesting little um, clue of what's going on. I expect some kind of dueling chance. Is there a Cody chance? Yeah. Yeah, it's Cody. Cody. Yeah, we could do that yeah. chant. How would the black Malachi? Malachi. I don't know. Malachi. <laughs> Malachi. That's it. Okay. Yeah, but it's not I'm, like I'm, that collector. Well, see, and see, to be honest with you, that was the thing with Ricky Starks. You know, he got the big yeah. pop in Texas, but here it was yeah. sort of mixed, and there was actually some cheering for Brian Cage, and he was yeah. starting to get that that face thing. So a lot of it may be regional on some of these yeah. characters. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I cheer for Ricky uh, Starks and Amalekai, but no matter where they are. No, that's two of her guys. That's it. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> no matter what. Um, no matter what. <laughs> so, who got the, of everybody there, who who would who got the biggest pop, would you say? I know it's hard to rank, probably. But if you had to pick somebody, who would have got the biggest reaction? Well, probably based on the matches, I would still say that, because to be honest with you, you know, Jericho gets a big pop, but there was mm-hmm. a lot of chance for Nick Gage and the MDK stuff. So mm-hmm. as far as overall in a match, I would have to still go with Jungle Boy because right. everybody was wow. behind him. You know, there yeah. wasn't as much, you know, and just as many people were singing his song as they were Judas. You know, sorry, Jericho, mm-hmm. but yours is not wow. the only sing along out there. <laughs> <laughs> that, I mean, but that is great though because again, yeah. it's, it's Jungle Boy is not even somebody they're positioning as yeah. a top guy right now, and right. to know they realize he's getting those type of reactions, that's got to send a message that we're on the right track with Jungle yeah. Boy. Uh, and just, during the and during the Dark Elevation uh, main event, even though it, it people were still coming in and it wasn't completely to capacity. The Darby Sting pop was really loud too for the amount of people yeah. that were in there. Nice, amazing. So how um, was how was the main event live? Mm-hmm. Because I adored it on my TV. <laughs> oh, it was great. I was just so worried about the time though, because yeah. when I saw the time and I'm like, oh gosh, they got to hurry this. And then poor Nick Gage, it took him forever to get things out from underneath the ring. Mm. And I'm like, you know, is he going to get the light bulbs out? Is he going to hit him? Because I'm like, yeah. can he find them? You know, but yeah. uh, it was just crazy. And just you could, even though we were far away, you could still see uh, plenty of blood and plenty of stuff. And uh, <laughs> it was just really awesome. So do you think the crowd reaction was good to it then? Oh, yes. They yeah. they they were eating it up. Uh, yeah. They were. That's good. I then. did. I did hear a few, and like I said, this wasn't the whole crowd, and yeah. I don't know if it's just because Gage lost or the way he lost, but there was some mixed reaction in our section about him just going down to the Judas effect yeah. and not some gruesome thing. Mm. I could I could see that because if, you, yeah. if you've watched any Nick Gage matches, and, and I don't qualify myself as an expert, I have watched the dark side of the ring and I've watched a few things after that, there's a lot of things that go on in those matches that take a lot to take Nick Gage down. You know, it's just, mm. you know, but the Judas effect has been uh, protected. So. Yeah, it's protected yeah, as, yeah. as much as Kenny Omega's. But, yeah, yeah. But from Nick Gage hardcore fans, they're probably yeah. watching that going, oh, come on, man. Like, yeah, they, yeah. y'all should have brought a Mack truck in or something yeah. to, <laughs> to make him yeah. stay down. But yeah. um, that's uh, that's awesome. Uh, 
When's the last live wrestling event that you went to before this one? Uh, the Fair. last one I went to was in the mid-2000s. I don't remember the year, but um, I think they got rid of it now, but it was uh, Vengeance, WWE Pay-Per-View Vengeance. Mm-hmm. Okay. And, yeah. And it was um, DX against – the main event was DX against the Spirit Squad, uh, Jake yeah. Hager, who was in that. Um <laughs> And I took my boys to that. And, I mean, it was, at the time, uh, it was okay. Mm-hmm. But it seemed like this one, the the crowd was just, I don't know. I, there was just something more with the vibe of the crowd. I don't know if it was. Yeah. I don't know if it was being, everybody being locked in for 16, yeah. 18 months. Or I, it just it just felt more organic, I guess is the word to use yeah. because it was just the, the, the fans are just getting into something. And I think it was, um, I don't know. You could just feel a vibe. Like people are see, people are excited to be at the beginning of something just yeah. like the jungle boy and yeah. Darby that they're going to see these guys who are now going to become household names, have action figures, uh, be in yeah. video games mm-hmm. and watch their careers Whereas the WWE thing, you, you already had seen everybody, you knew yeah. everybody, you sort of knew what to expect. And this yeah. is something yeah. I think, and again, with, with AEW, you never know if it's going to go according to plan, because like I said, everybody just knew the dark order was going to win. And mm-hmm. for that to mm-hmm. happen and for this, just to be a Wednesday night dynamite taping, yeah, it has that pay-per-view pay-per-view easy for me to say, pay-per-view feel to it. Yeah. I think that's what's really special about Dynamite. Like, like we've said so many times, like, even the Dynamites that obviously, they're not all going to hit, like, the top marks, but even the ones that you feel fall short are still, like, absolutely Mm -hmm. amazing and, like, probably, like, top Dynamites you're getting, like, 9 out of 10 probably, but even like the ones that you know you don't feel are that high, you're still getting seven out of ten worth of. There's something always in there that is making it worth while watching. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Did, did, now, did you ever get to go uh, back in the day? Go to any live WCW events? Yes, um, actually, uh, this year uh, on uh, Conrad Thompson and Tony Schiavone's podcast. Uh-huh. The, uh, the big, the biggest one I went to, they're celebrating, uh, 1986, 25, 35 years later, the great American uh-huh. bash. And I actually got to go to one of those great American bash in 86. I was 15 years 86. old. Yeah. 86. Oh, wow. That and see to me, I never did as big as a WCW fan. As I was, uh, I didn't go to my first live wrestling show until the late or, or early to, I mean, 2002 around in there, but it was after the sale happened. So there was no WCW. Um, so I didn't get to go see WCW live it, in this watching AEW on TV. It reminds me of the heyday of, of Nitro and Nitro always felt like a party. Yes. Does it look that way to you though? Does it, does it feel like it's that party being there at that show? Does it feel like yes. a party type atmosphere as what Nitro looked, looked like it was on TV? Yes, absolutely. Yeah. It, it it has that same vibe to it mm-hmm. that you know this is uh, this is what wrestling is supposed to be. Yeah, and you know it's got that feel that uh, the 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 crowd is invested, the the wrestlers are invested, 
you know, everything. It's just, it's just got that feel. And I guess that's one reason I love it so much mm-hmm. is because of that. Yeah. Now, you said your sons have started watching it. Do they have any favorites now that they're, they're just getting back into it? Um, they're sort of, you know, I raised my kids right, so they pull for the heels too. So <laughs> you know, they they sort of gravitate to what dad does. Uh, my oldest son does really like Orange Cassidy, though, because of you know, he yeah. he says you know if he was a wrestler, that's the way he would be, just pretty much uh, not care and uh, you know just be like oh whatever, uh, yeah, like that. So he does like him. <laughs> that's great. I would like to mention um, the the FTR match. Uh-huh. How did the crowd yes. react to that? Well, they actually got some cheering when they came in, you know, just yeah, because yeah. they were yeah. hometown. But um, the match, you know, was going on, seemed pretty good. And we saw uh, Cash fall, but we couldn't tell. But immediately yeah. after he got off the, the turnbuckle there, he grabbed his arm and went straight over to yeah. uh, some medical people. And mm-hmm. we knew something wasn't right. And you could just tell that. Um, and you could tell, and I saw it better when I watched it. Um, uh, I went back and watched it the next day. Uh, but even in the ring from where we were at, you could tell the ref was trying to get Dax's attention to let him know yeah. something's something yeah. wrong. And you could tell that this wasn't the finish that they no. were going for. No, no, no. It wasn't. And, and the crowd, even though they were still cheering and stuff, you could still see the crowd almost like when a, um, when a football player gets hurt in a game, you know, and how the crowd mm-hmm. pretty much gives them that respect. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Talking about real football. Okay. Yeah, I'm not talking about stop. stuff over there. Okay. Oh, <laughs> oh, God. Oh. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Just, just poke it. No, I'm not sorry. Uh, <laughs> we invented football with a round ball. Yeah, whatever. Soccer. Okay. Uh, Why do I feel like yeah, a referee? But, yeah. Uh, uh, anything else we left out of note from the show that you'd say? We all had to work early, so we only stayed for a couple of matches yeah. during uh, dark. But for the most part, there was still a lot of people there going to stay uh, the whole time. Like they were really enjoying it. And uh, and then see what you don't get to see on TV was, you know, uh, Tony Khan came out like two or three different times and addressed yeah. the crowd and stuff like that. So yeah. that was just really neat. Uh, yeah. to have. And then we're the commentary where you can't, hear the uh, commentary during the live event mm. and I had to go back. That was the other really treat that uh, I forgot to say that got a big pop was uh, when David Crockett came out for uh, dark elevation and did the uh, part of the commentary. Oh, okay. Did, have y'all watched I, dark elevation yet? I haven't watched dark. No. Okay. Yes. No, I have David David Crockett and Tony Schiavone were together again for. Uh, oh wow! Uh, and so he, North Carolina pop when he came out. So that was really cool. I, I bet. Yeah, that's that's cool. And they do they do a really good job with that regional, um, the things for that for that hometown crowd though to get that the things that they'll appreciate. So that's that's great. 
this was a treat, and yeah, I can't say that fun. enough. It's this absolutely. I can honestly say this. I will look forward to the next time we have you on the show. Indeed. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Great content. are doing really good and uh, oh, appreciate. You. And, uh, uh, you know, and you've got a nice, good little fan base going there, and you give the shout-outs and uh, yeah. interact with your uh, yeah. Twitter followers and stuff, and we really appreciate that. Oh, uh, no, we try. Thank you very uh, much, Pat. We, we appreciate you, man. <laughs> Definitely. Definitely. Thank you so much. No problem. Thank you, guys. <laughs> All right. So, Sarah, we just talked to Ted the Hillbilly Hill. That we was did. amazing. That, that was, was something great. else, man. I love it. And I will look, he is something else. And I definitely look forward to having him back on at some point in the future and also yes. talking to other uh, listeners at some point in the future, too. 100%. Uh, 100%. We love hearing everybody's perspective. Uh, and getting to talk to different perspectives on yeah. how you view the product. Because uh, we're not always going to have the same perspective. This is very true. Mm -hmm. And also how you got into wrestling. Because everybody yeah. has their own little story of how it happened. And yeah. I'm interested uh, in the stories. Ted started a little earlier than me. Uh, I started a little earlier than, than Sarah. Yeah, Sarah started in like, you know, a couple of years ago, I think. I'm not sure. Mm -hmm. <laughs> little baby. Little baby Sarah started wrestling. Bean. <laughs> All uh, right. Yes, so, you know when I started. Yeah, yeah, I do. I do. Yeah, this was this was this was a fun conversation, though. Fun, yes. especially, and it worked out so great because it was when you know Ted hadn't gone to see Fight for the Fall, and it was mm -hmm. uh, per perfect time, and it was good to hear firsthand account of how that show was. Yeah. Uh, there in the arena. Hundred percent. Uh, so, if you guys yeah. do that with somebody else, if anybody else ends up going to like a a big show or something, yeah, W, then. 100% get you on we'd, we'd love to what? hear the first hand perspective because what we see on TV is great but to experience it live is going to be a whole nother level mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and it'll probably be a while before Sarah's able to do that so she can uh, she can, can you know and, you guys. yeah she could enjoy the show live vicariously through you so uh, <laughs> there you go yes <laughs> so, uh, but while we have your attention don't forget to check out all of our other content that comes out each week our Dynamite reviews, our topic discussions, uh, Q&As, uh, Rampage reviews uh, pretty soon, here in a couple weeks. Mm -hmm. um, Pay-per-view previews and reviews and interviews with an yes, S. Yes, plural. We now have plural. I can say interviews. <laughs> Yay! Yes! <laughs> We're still working on other so, stuff as well. It's still going on behind yes. the scenes. You don't see everything. No, there's more, more coming. We promise. Yes, there is. Uh, also, don't forget to follow us on Twitter. You can follow uh, the channel at Beauty X The Beard. You can follow me at Let The Beard Play. And you can follow Sarah at Strange underscore Pixie. You can. And you can follow Ted at, at, at Hillbilly Hill. Yeah. Yes, that's it. So please follow Ted the Hillbilly Hill at Hillbilly Hill. Definitely worth the follow. He is a yes. big time wrestling fan, loves AEW. So if you're an yeah. AEW fan out there, Give that man a follow. Yes. Please. Yeah. And if you listen to the show, you, you heard how awesome he is. So you're going to want to follow exactly. him anyway. I don't have to I tell you. To you're show, gonna go you're like, also an AEW fan if you listen to the show. So yes. there's literally zero reason why you're not following him. No reason whatsoever. No reason whatsoever. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah. So we appreciate uh, everybody listening. Uh, this was fun. Look forward to more in the future. Yes. Um, so we hope you enjoyed it. Y'all be good out there, be good to each other, and we will see you on the next one.